Club V is Cavan's best over 21's entertainment venue. With state-of-the-art lighting and sound system, VIP room with bar, as well as a cocktail bar, outdoor heated and fully seated smoking area, so you can sit, relax and take time to catch up with friends. Club V opens every Saturday night and holiday Sunday at 11pm. To find out more about Club V and our upcoming events, follow us on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook. Club V Virginia at the Riverfront Hotel. Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. We'll move on, I suppose, to analyse the, the game between Kingscourt and Kilku. I suppose we, we spoke about it earlier on, but the, the game itself, Kingscourt, you know, first maybe 18, 19 minutes were going toe for toe or toe to toe with them, but it, it, it didn't ever look like they were comfortable, Kingscourt. Well, for me, it looked like there wasn't a really strong system in play and if there was a system it was malfunctioning and therefore they had no backup like there was you know the, the simple options weren't available for Kings Court in the games in the game yeah oh i wouldn't say they were like they they were going toe for toe for the first 20 minutes i'd say the first 5 minutes they were hanging on mm. They could have been out of sight they there was one on one they hit the post kilku or it seemed like they were going to be all over them Dropped a few balls short. Kingscourt, I think, took the lead, did they? Well, they went 2-1 up anyway. Yeah. A yeah. couple of frees. Kingscourt moved Peter Corrigan. He uh, was wearing number 11, but he went to play inside. Because um, in the first few few minutes, every attack that Kingscourt had was breaking down because the ball wasn't sticking inside. They moved Corrigan inside. It gave them a focal point from which to attack. And he won two, three, four frees in that first half, which which they tapped over the bar. Uh, or he was involved in, in more or less every score that the Kingsford got. It was... I don't know whether it was maybe they just weren't for, fully prepared for it. I'm sure if Kingsford went to play that Kilku team again, they'd set up differently. In my head, they'd set up much more defensively and they wouldn't try to um, you know, play as open as they tried to play. Mm. Uh like we talk about being competitive, but really and truly, if if they can't, if they if they're not as athletically strong as a team, doing what Donegal do, which is basically deny you space by by having players park park the bus the whole time, um, it would have made the game different. Certainly, whether they would have been good enough to sneak it, I don't I don't know. Um, they were gonna when it went five points to three, and then the goal went in it was one five to three. Like you really began to worry for Kingscourt because you were kind of wondering, well, how are they going to drag themselves back into this game? They were going to rely on on winning frees and Barry Riley putting the ball over the bar, and they simply they simply couldn't couldn't win enough frees. They couldn't uh, couldn't take on their men. They couldn't get uh, when they took on their men, they were getting dispossessed. They just they they came up against a superior team athletically than them, and uh, you know when Philip Tinley was took off. 
with I don't know maybe 15 or 20 minutes to go like he, he really hadn't got going at all and he was the one player that you would have said possesses the mod- speed yeah. yeah the attributes to to cause problems for the Kilku defence uh, Peter Corrigan for a young lad really stood up and played played his heart out and he was out in front winning ball and, and, and he was the one guy that looked like he might be able to cause a bit of trouble yeah. uh, so it was disappoint- very disappointing for them because you know no, well, for everyone in the county too you don't like to see your county champions going out and getting beaten by 17, 18, 19 points Kilku they're, they're, look they're better than I thought they were um, like Niall Lynch after the game in the interview um, said to me that uh, and we'll stick that interview up on, on the website but he, he said to me that Kilku now that's four senior titles in a row they've won in down and the the level of preparation for them isn't to the you know they're not concentrating a whole lot or as much as we had to to get through a championship they they're concentrating on getting on in Ulster they know they have to play to a certain level to get through down but their main aim is now Ulster and has been since they've won their second title back in 2013 so you know four in a row it's mm. it's something like Calvin Gales a few years back they are able to concentrate maybe neglect the earlier part of the year altogether so that then they're they're really thriving through but in Cavan there's no team that could afford themselves that luxury and say do you know what we're going to peak for if, November exactly yeah. if we if we peak for late October November that's the right time yeah now I, I heard the Kilku manager being interviewed in the press box afterwards and I think and you can probably check this up uh, later on but I think he might have said that they lost the first round of the Down Championship this year and it was an eye opener and they had to regroup and get going but again that might just be uh, you know, a symptom of what we said there. They might have been peaking for November, so yeah, they got caught in the hop possibly. Again, I don't know what way the down championship works, whether it's league basis or whether it's, you know, knockout yeah. or backdoor. But I, I, I think I nearly heard him say that. But I, I, I accept what Niall Lynch is saying there. Like, if if they're at that level of dominance domestically, then of course they're going to be able to look to peak later on, and it, it, it's it's an advantage to them. Well, we know Kingscourt were limping through from one game to another, picking up suspensions and picking up injuries and reshuffling the pack. And they done phenomenally well to win the thing in the end. Um, but it was interesting because I also heard him pay tribute to Jim McCurry. So Jim McCurry managed Kilku for the three, the first three titles that they won. And he stepped down to take over the down job actually last year. And he took, he took was with down for one year. I think he stepped away from that for, for, for some reason. Yeah. But, uh, you know... Uh, the the guy interviewing McIver said to him like it was noticeable at the physical power of the team the same point we're talking about here today really and he, he just said like these these guys are training now non-stop training non-stop three or four years and like it's it really takes a good 18 months to two years before you see the benefit of that strength and conditioning yeah, work it it takes that long for you to to see the benefit on a regular basis because what tends to happen when you when you start doing it is you will get tired and you'll be fatigued and your body won't be used to it your nervous system is tired, but then over a period of time, you just get a, grow accustomed to it, and you start. You make all these really small incremental gains, and if you stay really consistent with your training, you you'll see a benefit further down the line. Well, what people tend to see, think is, oh, they want to see a quick buck and a, you know a quick return on on that kind of stuff, and it doesn't work that way. It's a long term investment. And he was just saying that I have to pay tribute to Jim McCurry and the work that he that he done with the team, and he goes. Um, and he basically threw it back then on the player saying like these lads want to win this he goes I'm just facilitating what they're looking to do here um, 
which of course sounds which great is, to the meat. Which is a great, ma- yeah. great thing for a manager to say. Whether it's true or not, it's, exactly. <laughs> it's a great thing to be able to say anyway. So well, that's it to be in the position, but it's it. It um you know you look through the, the the Kings Court team and it's very hard to pick out players that that performed well. We, we've mentioned Peter Corrigan, all right, but you know if you if you look through Keen McCardle tried very hard. He did. He tried very hard. Yeah. and he again it was noticeable. Like we we end up picking out the players here who have speed and power, and it was noticeable when he came on the county final the turn of pace that he has and, uh, you know so you certainly wouldn't say he was he was a. Uh, you know, inferior to the guy he was marking on. He he definitely tried as hard as he could. Corrigan, we mentioned, tried hard. I thought some some of the defenders tried hard. Like they were up against at times. You know, not playing with a sweeper in that first half. Loads of space for the Kilku forwards in which to operate on. And um, you know they were exposed. And I I thought one or two of them tried hard. I thought Barry, Barry Tully tried tried hard. He was on a very good player, and he, he didn't let his his head drop. You know. Um, Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. On the Kilku side. Ah, look. Where do you start? Where do you start, yeah. I was impressed with Paul Green and he was the bearded full forward that they had. They took him out around the midfield and didn't really have to do too much defending. He was really an an attacking midfielder. Um, He scored a goal. He created a lot of overlaps. Conor Laverty, like five points from play, he's great, great outlet. He's always out in front. He's so quick. Um, he's clever and intelligent to ball. He, um, the two Johnsons were very good. Uh, Jerome Johnson inside, I was particularly impressed with. Like mm. I've seen him play a little bit before. I actually would have seen more Ryan Johnson play, who was who was the wing forward. Um, An impressive athlete. Oh yeah, real, real. Dermot Connolly sort of physique. Yes. Yeah, yeah, very upright and very. Just built for speed, like when exactly he, when yeah. he's moving, you know. Uh, and look, a lot of the defenders. There's probably only one of the defenders that that had an off day. Nearly every other defender you say was on, on top of his or close to being on top of winning his battle. You know, Darrow Hanlon we mentioned defensively very strong, and then from an attacking point of view, he he was uh, created a hell of an option. Yeah, he was spraying passes and he was putting the ball over the bar like it's. Uh, they even brought him up to put to have a go to free as well. I think did they. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he took a couple. Took a couple, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's technically good footballer, and and the, the the if you look at the team, they weren't a tall team, you know, they weren't full of men that were six foot two or six foot three. But what they had was they had a lot of men who were just really, really strong, physically strong. Not saying they were wide in a bad sense; they were wide in a good sense. They mm. were just. It's uh, <laughs> it it. I'm, look, it'll be very interesting to watch that Ulster Club Championship evolve now, because they're coming up against. Um, Cross with Lennon the who they've mm-hmm. got even though they beat last year they've got no plaudits for it because of the situation surrounding the game so it'll just be very interesting to see now as we measure we'll be measuring Kings Court and Cavan senior football on how far Kilku can go um, but at the end at the end of the day 
you still would have hoped that that the Cavan teams are able to go out and compete. Now, as somebody said to me today, maybe maybe you're putting too much on the stake of one game. Maybe the the ten games that Kingscourt had to play in the championship took its toll yeah. finally, and the, the the bit of downtime between the senior final and Ulster. What was it? Two two weeks or two full weekends actually free. Yeah. That maybe Kings Court then, you know, the body then had a chance to react and realise. Geez, I'm after having a hard eight weeks. There are mm. real tough eight weeks, and it's drained. Mm. So you know, it it we might be over analysing it and 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 cursing Cavan football on the on one result, but. We'll see, I suppose, a wee bit more as as it goes on. Yeah, I think mentally they would they, they would they would have been jaded without nearly knowing it. Like they would have been better nearly having to play this game the week after they played the county final. Yeah, uh, because once the, once there is that break, you can nearly sit back and reflect, and then you can just be like, "God, we have to go again here." Yeah, are we ready for this? You know, that's it. Whereas the the games were rolling one into the other the whole way through, so there wasn't nearly time for the body to think and uh, or the brain to think. Geez, this is going to be tough on me. But it's almost like um, you you nearly see people and they'll they'll be working like hell. We'll say building up to Christmas, and then all of a sudden they'll get a flu or they get something when they stop for Christmas. You know, so it's it's kind of like that. Once you once you let your body realize that okay, we can come down a gear now. It then crashes. Yeah, like like Cavan Gales were so close to Schlottenale last year, and Kingscourt were so close to Cavan Gales. Mm. So you kind of have to wonder, uh, you know, did Kingscourt play above themselves last year in that in that county final? Did the Gales play below themselves? Did the Gales then play above themselves when they played Schlottenale? I mean, Schlottenale lost la- yesterday to Scottstown. Mm. So maybe maybe we're being, you know, maybe we are over analysing things a little too much here. Can I ask you? Can I ask you? Just sorry, not to interrupt, but do you think that Kingscourt won a championship this year without playing as well as they did last year, losing a championship? Yeah, it, it, would you agree with I'd that? Agree. I agree. I, yeah, and I, but there are probably m- uh, mitigating circumstances for that. Like, um, like obviously Joe Dillon. I know yeah. they didn't have Joe Dillon last year, but uh, he he definitely was a loss to them this year. Um, they probably picked up a few injuries at different different times and stuff this year. That's right. They they kind of they never got a settled team. No, and they never they they were improving, and they were getting over the line all the time, but they weren't hitting top form. They weren't you know, mm. and last year in the final they they really played like they really put everything on the line. They played that with fourteen men as well <laughs> when they going a man down. Yeah. <coughs> uh, they probably caught the Cavan Gales at a, at a perfect time where the Gales were sitting cold waiting for a quarter final waiting a couple number of weeks while Kingscourt had all these games um, so you know like they're still the two to me they're still the two best teams in the championship Cavan Gales and, and Kingscourt. Kingscourt yeah so that'll be next year we'll be looking at one of those two teams again I'd say in the final yeah. uh, They, but I'd agree with you yeah they, they played better in last year's final than they played any time this year but again Circumstances, you know, and don't forget, a lot of some of their players are older. Uh, mm. You know, could that could mean more injuries? Could mean different stuff. In like fairness, that. I think all their players are older. Yeah, yeah, than yeah. They were last year. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a curve there. Where yeah, yeah, <laughs> getting yeah. older is good, and then there comes a point where getting older is bad. <laughs> so, if you look at if you look at the team, like there's they're not a real sort of a team of boys. Like they're they're a team of of. Um, you know, all guys around twenty five and up, really. A lot of them are, you know. Yeah, it's a, it 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 probably 
has a good mix because you're talking about young Corrigan still a minor mm. um, and then you know you're, you're breaking on the Park Faulkner who's on the 21 or was last year anyway you know so it there, there's a couple sprinkled in that probably 18 to 24 and then there's a huge there's a huge chunk from 24 up yeah yeah, yeah like, Just, it, that can be good in terms of of you know um, maturity and yeah. within the team or but in terms of maybe their development you might be thinking how much better can that group of players get you know I'm going to we'll finish off with this final question looking at looking at Cav and club football and as we alluded to earlier on about you know the physique of, of Kilku and that if you were going in as the club manager into a random senior club within Cavan, for example, would you coming in from the outside? Would you be starting the process that will read or reap reward in two three years time of making sure that physical strength and conditioning work is done, even though it might reduce uh, your as you say you can get fatigued in the first year while doing that yeah. and then build up you know as a club manager coming in from the outside is this part of the problem within Cavan that we've too many outside managers who aren't who are looking for immediate results immediately to keep their job or that they're not thinking long term Imagine your wedding day with unparalleled service, commanding views and mature grounds on one of Ireland's most beautiful family-run countryside estates. Located on our private shores of Loch Sheelan, Crover House Hotel in Cavan offers a personal service to each couple. A limited number of 2016 wedding packages are still available. Call 049-8540-206 today. Our unique location for your unique occasion. Crover House Hotel. Uh, you could be onto something there, yeah. I, like it definitely well okay uh, let's look at Kilachandra what they done this year okay so they were the one club that kind of mm. admitted yeah we've been doing threat and conditioning work non-stop and physically you could see you see what it done has done to them you know so in one year that that has brought them on probably because there's no not too many other clubs in the county that are doing it so it, it, they didn't see the if every club was doing it or had two or three years of it done and you started doing it then you, you might see the, see the comparative drop but they're lucky that they're coming in and they've decided to do it and they're like the only club in Cavan already doing it uh, really well yeah doing it having an organised way of doing it and monitoring it um, like it's very hard for a club in Cavan to commit to doing it like in terms of building a gym a proper gym that'll work that costs a lot of money. Um, this is one of the other issues, you know. If in ter- we, I said we spread our resources too thinly earlier about the Cavan clubs. I'm not just talking about um, our playing resources. I'm talking also about our financial resources. If we only had thirty clubs, if you think that like the, the population of the county stays the same, so it's thirty clubs financially looking to the community for for money to come back into them to run all these things. Suddenly, you know, if every club was to hire a, a strength and conditioning coach, for example, they, they only need to hire thirty. They don't need to hire forty. Yeah. So, yeah. like the, all these things, all these things uh, contribute Would have a to a knock-on effect, a domino effect. If we had less clubs, the pool of money, if there's a a million euro a year being spent in Cavan on preparing teams, it's divided by forty currently instead of being divided, divided by, by 30, thirty. Yeah. Like I, I, I saw the Scots Ten team playing in the, in the Monaghan County final. Uh, and it was noticeable that all, every single one of their players was wearing a GPS device. 
that's a club team in Monaghan all wearing GPS devices. And I was speaking to a guy who plays in Monaghan and he said he said apparently they wear them in every training session. And um you know I was curious to know who did the players buy them? Did the players get together and say we're buying them? Because if they did, that's two hundred and fifty or three hundred euro a, a device. You know, that's an investment by each player. Or did the club stump up the money? But it just got me thinking. Like, you know, they're the biggest club in Monaghan by by some size or whatever. But you know, there's you know that's not going on in Cavan. There's no club in Cavan doing that uh, because they financially probably can't afford to do it. You know. Mm. Interesting. So, like, there, there are. It's worrying to say, but it. We have to say there are a lot of things that would say we're we're, we're behind in 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 so many different factors, and it, it comes down to resources, really. Like, we're, we're we we do spread ourselves thinly, and this was the point I made in my Anglo Celt article last week, when the immigration hit this country, and in around two thousand eight, two thousand nine. The statistically, the the numbers of people emigrating were worse in 2009, 2010, 2011. That's when the numbers emigrating peaked. And if you're already one of the peop- one of those clubs that are spreading yourself thinner in Ireland, you know you're you're going to be the club that find if you lose one player, if every club lost one player, the people that have already spread themselves the thinnest are the people that are going to feel it worse. You know, mm-hmm. like one player from this club is you know in Cavan is going to be hit much worse than a cl- uh, club in Monaghan if they lost one player. Yeah, and you know, we have to kind of maybe accept that that's, that happened in this county too and maybe we're just, from a club point of view and competitiveness at club level, we're just at a low and okay, we will see another pick-up again in a few years but if we do see a pick-up, if we go back to the days of the Gales where the Gales were competitive, like, and okay, I know they got they, they, they got a hard time of it because they didn't win a clo- Ulster club but, you know, they were they were damn competitive and they, mm. they were... I mean, let's they weren't too far no, away, away from it. Yeah, w- a time when Ulster Club were winning all Ireland. I don't think at any time. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah. they were against a really competitive Ulster Club situation, which Ulster Club. No, aren't it's gone down. Yeah, so the standard in Ulster has dropped a little bit. Like Schlatney were nowhere near the pace last year when they came out. Yeah. Um. So, like the the Gales were competitive, but like what we don't want to see is going back to that. What well, we want to see us going to back to that, and then more something better and that's really what people are looking at because we should you know be looking to get a senior champions in a Ulster club final once every four four years or so you know and maybe win one one every every six years or something like that you know we we should be looking looking to do that as a county I suppose then the other side of it is that in in Tyrone they don't have a great tradition of of winning Ulster clubs either you know I, I know they have won in the past but it their their senior championship is so competitive that it takes a lot out of their senior champions and therefore they seem to dip whereas the teams who the, the teams in the counties that seem to be doing well in Ulster have a less competitive county championship so Kilku four in a row Cross Midland 20 in a row is it now or 19 yeah, something 19 like that out of 20, yeah. you're talking about your 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 dairy champions right Ballanderry traditionally there but they seem to be it doesn't seem to be a huge I'd love to see how many senior teams there are in Derry I think it's 16 Derry actually have a lot of senior teams have they yeah but the, uh, club football in Derry is more important than county football they're, they're a real unique situation That's in Ulster right. where, where the clubs don't really care about, about the, county. The, the county and some of the best players don't go in like it's all about the club up there but like Tyrone I can't get my finger around because um, 
if you go through the Tyrone County Champions for the last fifteen years, uh, they, I think they have a pretty a pretty decent spread of of champions, right? It's, you, there's no one team is is dominated. I don't think, or certainly you have maybe in the last fifteen years, you could have maybe seven, eight, nine, ten clubs maybe have won the championship. And this year, for example, the team that won the senior championship in in Tyrone lost last year's intermediate final. That's right. So, like you're talking about a club, so. You know, a club that they, they promote to and demote to as well anyway, or they promote more than one team each year. So a team that lost last year's intermediate final turned around and won this year's senior senior championship. So what they probably have is they have a lot of clubs between intermediate and senior who are... All at a high level. All at a certain standard, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's very interesting. And, and maybe they're not at a high enough standard to be winning Ulster clubs senior clubs but they're at a high enough standard that they're they're going to for example the throne at intermediate level I think they've won more intermediate titles Ulster titles in the last number of years than any other county and or they've competed in more finals it's them and Monaghan that, that tend to do well at intermediate level yeah, in, yeah. In Ulster. Yeah, it's very true. It's very true. As as always, very interesting contribution, Michael. Um, thanks a million for coming in and chatting to us on the We Are Cavan podcast. Um, I suppose later on in the week, we, we were hoping that we'd have the Cavan panel announced by now. We, we have been told we will be the first to get the panel. Um, some very interesting, the rumours are... No, Michael, you didn't make it, unfortunately. <laughs> Just hearing that now. And I didn't make it either, which is quite disappointing. So we'll, we'll be doing lots of podcasting and very little football <laughs> between the two of us. But we will be bringing you the uh, the Cavan panel as soon as it is released. Um, we've been told we will be the first to get it. So um, And we'll bring a podcast around that uh, announcement. There are some very interesting uh, members on the panel and off the panel so it's it's going to be a good long podcast we'll be debating it Michael can't wait looking forward to it so thanks a million for listening to the McAvoy Super Value podcast on wearecavan.com check out We Are Cavan football podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value Virginia real food real people try Super Value's own range in store today Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. Romar Energy offer the best energy solutions for your home and business. We offer A rated condensing boilers for gas and oil, solar thermal water heating systems, and cost effective systems for generating heat. So if you want us to help you cut your fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. Romar Energy, working towards a greener planet.